Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 Hello folks, this is Hal Coleman, the Pest Control Marketer and welcome to yet another episode of PestControlMarketing.Live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast, the only live streaming internet TV show totally dedicated to helping you, the WCOs and the PCOs, grow your business, get more new customers, increase your sales, and make more trips to the bank to make bigger deposits, hopefully. And I'm here, as always, with my sidekick, my partner in crime, my assistant, my associate, the ever-present, ever-vescent, always-pleasant, Mike Stewart, Mr. Internet. How are you doing, Mikey? Well, you can see this is probably the first time I've done the show from my happy space. For those of you able to watch on YouTube, uh, for those on the podcast, I am broadcasting from uh, my uh, houseboat in, on beautiful Percy Priest Lake here in Nashville in this warm August month. I want to timestamp it because it's not January. If you're listening to this in January, I'm not here. But, uh, but uh, every summer I love to come out here and, and uh, and I love what, what we are able to do, and we can do it from anywhere. So, yeah, I'm excited to uh, to do another podcast today. You know, I was talking to one, one of uh, our clients and hopefully a potential future client for me. They said they discovered this podcast in December, and they were just wowed with how much content was over. I mean, they're like they're gobbling it up, going back and listening to uh, uh, old shows and they're, and implementing some things, by the way that they learn from the podcast that's made a difference in their business. Oh, yeah. So so the thing is, is, is the lesson there is something that you did three years ago may help somebody tomorrow. And uh, that's, that's why I'm such a passionate uh, advocate of content marketing. That's what we're doing. So you got some great content you want to talk about today. Uh, why don't you go ahead and take the lead? <coughs> I do. And Mike, I have a cough today. You know, I had COVID about two weeks ago. And uh, it's all gone. I feel fine. But when I start talking a lot, still have this little lingering tickled cough in my throat. So I apologize. But yeah, Mike, this is a topic I was talking to one of my clients about uh, yesterday during our monthly coaching call. And uh, I thought, you know, this this is something I need to talk about on our show. And that is... uh, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, uh, begin with the end in mind. You know, if you start drawing a house plan, you're beginning with the end in mind, which is a beautiful house. You have something in mind. You don't just start drawing or if you're building a house, you've got a plan and a set of blueprints and you don't just call up Home Depot, say, y'all send me about two tractor trailer loads of lumber. I don't know. Just mix it up good. Send it all out here and send me some nails and a hammer. I'm going to start building a house. No. <laughs> you know, you don't do it that way. And so with businesses, I, I, I was talking to my client about it. He's, he's a younger guy. He's probably going to work, you know, 25 more years at least. And uh, I said, what, what are you what do you want your business to look like the day you decide you don't want to be in it anymore? Uh, and, you know, being a, being a one man operator, you know, and the guy, the guy's probably doing, you know, $150,000 worth of business right now. And, uh, 
I said, when you're, when you're in, uh, he, he's about 30 years old, I think. And, uh, you know, I said, let's just look at 60. Let's say you work 30 years. And at the end of that 30 years, what do you want your business to look like? Uh, how are you going to get out of this business? Uh, are you going to have uh, children who are going to grow up and, and take over your business, go to work for you? Uh, no. Are you going to just want to just one day sell your business? Or as I've known some people, believe it or not, that just got ready to quit and they just quit and they threw their coveralls in the trash can, gave their flashlight to their kids and, and uh, hung up their sprayer and sent all their customers a letter that said, I'm not in business anymore. You'll have to find somebody else. Believe it or not, I've known people that did that. But, uh, you know, when, when I went in business for myself, I've used myself as kind of as an example. Uh, I worked for the state, you know, for 10 years as a pest control regulatory inspector and then left there and went to work for a, an independent pest control company for, for six years before I went into business for myself as a one-man operator. Uh, and, uh, I watched people that I worked with at the state through those 10 years I was with the state, leave the state and go out and start pest control businesses. And they would, uh, have them, you know, stay in it for three or four or five, six years, and then turn around to somebody to pay them three or $400,000 for their business. And then they would go to work for them that company i'm thinking man and back you know we're talking back in the 70s too okay in the early 80s and i thought you can make some money in a pest control business so uh i had 16 years experience when i actually went in business for myself but i uh went in business for myself for two reasons one is i wanted freedom you know, it's no secret. We've talked about it. I got a lot of hobbies. I like to hunt and fish and play golf. And you, you can't do that unless you have time off. And so I said, you know, I need to find a, a, I'm going to create a situation for myself at some point where I have people out there in the field doing the work and I'm kind of managing from a distance because I, when uh, deer season comes around, I want to be able to take a week off, you know, or I want to be able to go play golf anytime I want to, or go fishing, whatever. So, I, so it's for freedom. I've never been one of these to put in 12 hours a day, seven days a week type, not one of those kind of people. Uh, and another one was I wanted to grow me one of those businesses that I could sell for some money in a few years. Uh, I was 40 years old and I said, you know what? I, I had kind of a, a 20 year plan. And, and, and one of my first clients was a multimillionaire guy who had patented a certain type of bodybuilding equipment and sold it for millions of dollars. And he owned a, just a compound uh, in the city I lived in and hundred couple of hundred acres. And, you know, we got to be friends and he talked to me one day and he said, uh, why are you in, why are you in this business? What do you want to do? And I said, uh, because he was a customer of mine. 
I said, I want to make a million dollars. I want to become a millionaire. He said, he kind of looked at me kind of weird. He said, why do you want to be a millionaire? I said, well, because, uh, now keep in mind, this was, this was in 1990. But I, I said, uh, well, because, you know, growing up, millionaires were the people that, if you were a millionaire, that meant you had made it. You know, you had, oh, you know, he's a millionaire. And it was kind of a measure of success. And I had scrounged for money for years when I worked for the state. I didn't make any money much. I had five or six part-time little businesses going at the same time. And uh, uh, I said, I'd just like to become a millionaire just because I want to be a millionaire. That's been a goal of mine. And it's a, in my head, it's a measure of success. So I put, I wrote down a 20 year plan to be a millionaire. And uh, I said, but I don't want to be in this business forever. After I become a millionaire, I'll go do something else, you know, and that was kind of what I had in my head. So, you know, we talk about Elmo a lot. You give Elmo a go, Elmo is a goal striving mechanism. And if he sees something enough times or hears it enough times, uh, he'll make it happen. So I drilled it into Elmo, you know, for years that I want to be a millionaire. So, and I had a 20 year plan. I drew it all out growing my business, uh, uh, 12% a year. How long would it take me to, to, uh, have a, a million dollar business? And so that was going to be about 20 years. Uh, but I tell my clients, so what do you want to do? What do you want to have? How long do you want to work? You don't work until you're 65 years old. Then what do you want to do when you're 65 years old? Do you want to have somebody write you a check for a million dollars or have somebody write you a check for $2 million? Or do you want to have one of your, 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 your offspring carry on the business? Or do you want to just throw your coveralls in the trash can and give your flashlight away and have nothing. Uh, believe me, like I said, I've seen it happen. Uh, so I grew my million dollar business. Actually, I sold it 18 years later and, and uh, it made me a millionaire. And it, it, uh, it also uh, paid me a really nice salary for 18 years, it paid for my, my, no, I take that back. It didn't actually pay for my insurance because my wife was a school teacher. We had our insurance through her, but it paid me a really good salary. It paid for my, me to get a brand new automobile about every three or four years, new truck to drive. It paid for my wife to get a new vehicle every three or four years, it paid for all of our gas. It paid for all of our vacations. Uh, it paid for me to be off a lot and still have a good income. If I needed to buy a shovel, you know, to work in my garden at home, the company bought the shovel and it became part of the company's inventory uh, of tools. And so on top of all that, it paid me a really good salary and I had a really good lifestyle for 18 years. And then I said, you know, uh, I'd gotten so interested in coaching other people and teaching them how to do what I was learning how to do that, that 
I just decided that uh, I didn't want to have employees anymore. And I didn't want to do that anymore. And a guy made me an offer for my business and I took it. So I, I you know, I walk away with a million dollars and start my coaching business. So my point is, I, I knew what I wanted to do. And by focusing on it and not taking my eyes off of it, that's what happened. Uh, as as Napoleon Hill says, you know, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. So when I ask you, your listeners and viewers, what is it you want to do? You know, my, my do you want to have somebody, do you want to just, you can stay a one man operator and and make a you know a good a good amount of income and then someday when you're done you can sell your business and if you have a hundred and fifty thousand dollar business then somebody pay you what it's worth you know hundred fifty thousand dollars maybe more maybe less depending on how your business is structured but uh, or do you want to focus on being wealthy? And and having a lifestyle that's going to let you travel and do the things you want to do and, and in your retirement, and so that you won't be strapped living on a fixed amount of money and social security. Uh, what kind of lifestyle do you want to have when you get through being in the pest control business? The pest control business is a tool for you to use to build a really good life for yourself. I mean, you know, some people have built billion dollar pest control businesses, three or $400 million pest control businesses. That's what they wanted to do. So not that, and there's nothing wrong there. I'm not saying that it, from being a one man operator to a, to a billion dollar business or wherever in between you fall, there's no right or wrong. Uh, the only thing that matters is, are you doing what you want to do? Is this what you want to do? Is this the lifestyle you want to create for yourself? But you have to decide what that is. If you don't know, I mean, I know people that have been struggling as one, two man operators for years. I mean, they have this dream of growing their business and it's not growing and it's never going to grow. And if they stay in business 30 more years, they're still going to be a one or two or three man operation because they do not know how to make it grow. They don't have a clue how to make it grow. They keep doing the same thing over and over again, hoping that all of a sudden it's going to start growing. And you know what? That's the definition of insanity. So what is it you want from your business? You need to sit down and you need to talk about it with your family, with your spouse, with your mate. If you have one, Uh, this is what we want to do. And we want to do it when we turn X age, 55, 60, 65, 70, whatever. I had a client. Uh, he was your client too, Daniel, over in Suncoast, Australia, who was just a fireball, you know, several years ago. Daniel uh, uh, hired me when he was, Daniel was, 28 years old and he said I want to retire when I'm 35 and he had a pest control business it was doing about $600,000 worth of business as I recall he got in my program he stayed in my program two years uh, he worked with you also 
he did everything we told him to do, just lickety split. He was just an amazing guy. And I and I haven't talked to Daniel now in about about three years. And I texted him a while back and just said, Hey Daniel, how's it going? He said, uh, it was a very short text back. He said, We did it. Closing the deal in two weeks, two point two million dollars. Thanks, Hal, for all for making it happen. Oh. So he 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 did it when he was thirty-four years old, not thirty-five. Wow. But that's what you can do, and that was his goal, you see. That was his goal that he had set his mind on was to retire at thirty-five. Uh and he started it in his twenties and uh but you gotta you gotta know where you wanna go and when you wanna get there. So uh I didn't mean to just ramble on so long about that, Mike, but uh I know that you have a lot of very valuable stuff to add to it. So what are well, you Well you know, listening to this not as your partner, but as somebody who has to think about these things for themselves. I mean, these are this is kind of my recap of what you just said. Uh, I'm guilty of it. A lot of people start a business because they don't want to work for a boss. They want to be the they want to be the boss, and that's their motivation. They they don't want a job. They want a business. And we used to say, you know, when you own a business, you can either work in it or on it. And too many people make the mistake of starting a business and they struggle working in the business. And they don't do things to help them work on the business, letting go and delegating, uh, having a, a, a plan, a five-year, 10-year, 20-year, 30-year plan. You know, where would you like to see yourself? They just, they're, they're just going day by day, willy-nilly, hoping the phone will ring. And if the ring, phone rings enough and they make it through the month, they go, whoo, I made it through another month. And, and what happens is that creates a tremendous burnout. <laughs> Uh, I, I burned out doing, having some of that same attitude back when I owned my recording studio. Um, you know, there's some businesses that have service, uh, trading hours, uh, and labor for dollars. And there's nothing wrong with that, but the only way you can grow that is hiring people and getting more people. Then there is residual income opportunities. Uh, I think another thing that I did and you have done, what is your definition of retirement? You know, uh, I built enough residual income in the things I did, and you have too, that we could shut everything down and get up and play golf or sit on the boat all day long, five days a week, seven days a week, and go to bed, watch TV, and all that's all we did. That's not my definition of retirement. Uh, Me either. my, My definition of retirement is if I love doing it, I don't look at the watch. If I hate doing it, I can quit. That's retirement to me. So you got to make your own definition. That's why we have a lot of people that even though they don't have to have the money, they want to increase their lifestyle. They want to be able to do things that a fixed income. You know, having a million dollars in the bank might earn you forty to $60,000 a year residual income. So most people, 95% of Americans have less than a few thousand dollars in the bank. You know, you're one of the uh, the top six or seven percent, Hal, to have that. Kind of cash from the cell. 
might not make you the, the lifestyle you want. So that's why defining what you want to do, what you're willing to do, uh, you know, do you want to try to build some residual income opportunities other than cash investments, mutual funds? You know, you got to you got to have all of this defined. And I wish I had defined it more definitively when I was in my 30s. Uh, and I didn't. I, I was in my thinking about it. this stuff and thank god i found enable me to do the things i want to do but anyway just the key thing is define it have a a, a, a exit strategy know what you want to do plan for the future uh and are you going to be happy doing no work at all um i've got a friend who just retired from corporation and you know now she's volunteering at a food bank because she just doesn't want to sit around the house all damn day long yeah yeah. Well, that's okay, but me, I I like to I I like to uh, getting together with folks and and like Daniel that when he started with you, he was at one point and he had a goal, and my God, we watched him achieve it. That's that's tremendous, and that's um that's what we want for everybody, and that's why. You know, one of the things, one of the first things you can do for yourself is get Hal's book, How to Grow a Pest Control Business. You know, go there right now. Subscribe to our email list. Listen to our podcast. I was talking to uh, uh, Jerry's Pest Service the other day, uh, and he said they have been consuming our podcast and implementing. See, that's the key difference. Knowing what to do is half the battle. Taking action and doing it is the other half of the battle. And... Sadly, too many people know what to do and aren't willing to do it. And, yep. you know, and don't be a a, a, a a blamer. Oh, it don't work. You know, I don't, you know, or I don't like it or I don't agree with that. Or my my wife, my kids think it's ugly. Those are all smokescreen excuses. When you know what works, implement what works and give it a chance to get results. So first step you want to do is go to How to Grow a Pest Control Business. Next step is subscribe to our YouTube channel or subscribe to our podcast. And we give out this information freely twice a month because we never know who's who are those people that want to go the extra mile, like Napoleon Hill says. Do you want to go the extra mile? If you don't want to go the extra mile, that's okay, but you're probably not going to be interested in doing what it takes to grow your business. You're happy just going day to day. And if you're happy going to day to day, God bless you. Good, good luck. But I think most people, if you say, do you want to make more money and you want to grow your business? The answer is yes. More than no. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, well, you know, it's, 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 I'll give you an example. I talked, uh, I, I talked to a lady this morning, uh, who, uh, cuts my hair. Now, believe it or not, I had a haircut this morning. If you can see this, you might say, well, she didn't take much off, but you know, I like my hair a little long, but I asked her how her husband's doing. He's a, he's a fishing guide. She said, he's down with sciatica really bad. He's had it for several months. And I said, Ooh, she said, he can't, he's depressed. He can't, he has to eat standing up because he can't sit down over about 30 seconds. He's just, 
in miserable pain. And I said, I had that. What did you do? Well, I, I started doing, uh, based on something that a chiropractor and a physical therapist both told me to do to avoid back surgery, I started doing crunches, you know, which is kind of a modified setup. Did about 150 of those in the morning, which took about five minutes. Did about 150 in the afternoon, which took about five more minutes. And now I get up uh, about three or four mornings a week. I do a 20-minute stretching routine, stretching uh, uh, my uh, my lower back, my hip flexors, uh, and uh, and I still and strengthening my abdominal muscles. And all of that stuff made on my sciatica go away 20 years ago. I still have the herniated disc that caused it all to start with, and it reminds me every now and then. I might wake up in the middle of the night, lay in a certain way and have a little, like a little toothache in my hip, you know, but I can roll over and it immediately goes away. But I wouldn't quit doing my my uh, stretches and my core strength exercises for anything because they saved my life. But I see somebody walking along like her husband with a cane and I'll say, what's, what's wrong? Oh man, my lower back, I got sciatica. It's about to kill me. I'm just crippled with it. Wow. Yeah, I had that one time and uh, it went away. Really? How did it go away? I just started exercising. I started doing 150 crunches in the morning, 150 crunches in the afternoon. And 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 they look at me as if I had just said, oh, I just took a chainsaw and sawed both of my feet off. That's all. <laughs> and I checked back with them, you know. I've got several friends that have the same problem. They will not exercise. They will not do what they have to do. They will not commit to it. They're looking for more pills, more pain medication to uh, make the day bearable, but they will not do the work that it takes to make the problem go away. And, And nine out of 10 of them won't. Just like nine out of 10 people won't do the work that they need to do to make their business grow to become a millionaire. Uh, They just won't. And they got all the same excuses that these friends of mine have with their backs. So you're, you're right about that. It's a, most people are just not going to do it. They got various and sundry reasons why they're just not doing it. Well, I'm going to I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to challenge you. Anybody that hears this podcast, whenever it is, download Hal's book, How to Grow a Pest Control Business and read it. Don't just download it and not read it. Read it. And then subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you go back and listen to the old episodes. But more importantly, Hal Coleman in his golden years of time here he anybody that will call him at 770-993-004. That's 770-993-004 or Hal at Hal. Zero 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 four for your listeners. Okay, good. See it. There's three zeros there. Not three two. zeros. Triple zero four. And uh or Hal at Hal Coleman. You can email him, carrier pigeon, smoke signals, any way you want to get in touch with him. He will spend an hour one on one with you and give you ideas that you can implement and and start growing your business, whether you do business with him or not. But, you know, we want you to sample how powerful his years of experience are. And I do the same thing. You can call me at 770 
1-800-826-3662. That's my cell phone. In fact, all of those on YouTube right now, there's the cell phone. I just gave you the number to that cell phone that I'm holding up in the uh, camera right now. We want to talk to you. We want to look at what's going on, and we want to tell you uh, I've got 13 points of of changes that most web people don't do online. Hal has a thousand little things that make a difference in your business. And, you know, we do this podcast to share enough. But as Paul Harvey used to say, if you want to get the rest of the story, give us a call and let's talk one-on-one and see if we can make a difference and help you grow your business. Because if you don't make the end of mind that you want to grow your business, you're just marking time. You're not making a plan for end of time. And if you want to mark time, God bless you. But I don't. I want to. Well, I am. I'm enjoying my golden years. Hey, I'm floating in the lake right now, uh, being able to do what I love, which is talk to my bud Hal. Yeah, how many? Day. How many people? How many people? For those that can't see you, Mike. How many people can sit out on their boat on the lake wearing a tacky, gaudy Hawaiian shirt and uh, and conduct their business? And have fun laughing and making jokes with their buddies and and uh, their audience, and knowing that you're making a difference in people's lives, uh, it's it's quite rewarding. Uh, that's my definition of retirement. Somebody says, well, you know, retirement. You either retire from something or to something, right?" So from something may be the hard corporate world, whatever, wherever you were that you don't want any more part of, you're retiring away from it to go somewhere else. But you know what? I'm I'm right where I'll, I will be until my brain or my body fails me to the point that I can't talk and coach people and pass my information along to other people. I'll be doing it for as long as I can. And I'm Likewise. sure you will too. Yeah. Michael. All right. Well, we need to get on out of here. This uh, It seems like we're able to go longer than 30 minutes these days. I like to keep these podcasts at around the 30-minute mark. So you get in touch with us. And, Hal, I'll see you next time. I will thanks, folks, for listening to this episode of PestControlMarketing.Live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. We'll see you next time. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770 773-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com Mike Stewart is known as the internet audio and video guy since the birth of the internet Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers increase their sales and grow their businesses online using audio and video now with iPhones and Android phones for more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him Mike at InternetAudioGuide.com. Google Pest Control Marketer. Grow your business like never before. Call 770-993-0004.